got to stand up strong Face the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the second hour of the show today. Manhood Hour is coming up in the next hour, the third hour, every Wednesday, Manhood Hour. Um, you can get involved by calling 888 77 that's 888-77-53773. All right. My biblical question for this week, are you a whole or divided person? Are you a whole, whole or divided person? Are you a whole or divided person? It's the biblical question for this week. We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on com slash show. com slash show. You can also listen to the show on your iPhone or iPad by calling the listen line on Talk Stream Live at 641 641- Seven nine three one five zero zero. That's six four one seven nine three one five zero zero. And don't forget to follow us. Hit the like button, ring the bell. Uh, Jesse Lee Peterson on Twitter and JL. I mean JLP Talk on Twitter. JLP Talk on Twitter and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. All right. I um I want to just remind you quickly because we get a lot of new people that our battle is a spiritual battle. It's a warfare between good and evil, right versus wrong. It has never been, and it will never be a physical battle. It's not about color. It's not about race. It's about Right versus wrong. And human hearts, until they are born again of the fathers, of the father, they, they return to the father. God said, I will return to children. There will come a day when I will return the children to the fathers and the fathers to the children. And I want you to know that the human heart is evil. The human heart is wicked until they are born of God, until they go and forgive their mothers for turning them away from their fathers, impose their will on them, causing them to become angry and being recreated in her image. When they go and forgive mama for that and return to their fathers, their heart will be changed from hate to love. And I bring that up because I counsel with a a lot of people from around the world. And one of the themes, the primary things that worry, seem to worry a lot of people is dealing with other people who are angry. And I tell them, why even worry about angry people? Keep your eyes on yourself and overcome the anger of your own heart because the angry people are your enemies. They're not, whether in your family or not, they're not on your side. They're not going after you because they love you and or trying to help you. They're going after you because they hate you. They're miserable, and they're trying to make everyone around them be miserable. They want to live off you, and that's what hell is like. 
hell on earth is when angry people try to destroy other angry people, live off them. So work on you. Overcome the fallen state by returning to the Father. And you'll just wish people well. You would know that angry people, as God said, Christ said, that they are murderers. Anyone that has anger is a murderer. They are of their father, the devil, and you cannot trust an angry person. And it doesn't work with anyone. Anyone, it doesn't matter the color. There's no such thing as racism, sexism, homophobiaism, Allah-u-Abba-ism, dad-be-dad-ism, white supremacism, anti-semitism, no isms. It's either right or wrong. And everyone who has anger is wrong. And you cannot trust them. But don't take them personal. They can't help it. They're experiencing hell on earth. And they need, if they see a little light in you or not, they adopt their hell on you so they can live off you. And when you die like that, there's no way out. You're stuck. But at least while you live, you can overcome anger by forgiving. And you can either continue in your hell on earth or you can have paradise on earth. You don't have to wait until you die. You can be free. My country is in decline. And the children are suffering for it. You know, when I think of children suffering and... um how the parents are sending them to these public schools, knowing that they're sending them off every morning to hell. But because the men can't make the mother stay home and watch over their children, and the mothers don't love their children, they love their egos, so they go out to work so they can think that they're being equal to men. It's interesting to see that ego play at work to the point that they're, they're so into themselves that they'll let their children suffer rather than making a sacrifice to protect them. And they'll send them off to school. It doesn't matter what the schools are teaching them or their kids are getting beat up or whatever. The mothers have no love. And I've told you forever that women have no love to give anyway. Women receive love. They don't have love to give. God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman and woman over children. Love comes from above, not from below. Anyone that gets their loves from below is of the devil. And the schools are not teaching reading, writing, and arithmetic anymore. They are dumbing down the children. Because the teachers' hearts are wicked. And they're listening to the unions and they're about more money. They don't care about the children. And I can't blame the teachers because their hearts are wicked. And I blame the parents. Because why, if the parents' heart were not wicked, they had love for their children, they wouldn't just send their children off to be destroyed. But the parents' hearts are wicked too. They have no love. And they know what the schools are doing to the children. And they still send them off because the parents don't love their children. And the men are too weak to make the mother stay home and uh, watch over their children. And the women are not going to obey their husbands. And yet men marry women that will not obey them. What the? Here's an example of messed up schools. This is from Breitbart. Los Angeles Unified School District is set to host a book, to host a book reading for sixth graders that will affirm transgender and non-binary youth. Both of those words have no meaning. They're just made up words to cover up evil. They should be saying to affirm evil. That's what it is. It's a spiritual battle. Students will listen to a reading of a book called Red, 
they were listening to a reading of a book called Red about a blue crayon that is told by families, by family and friends, that it is actually red. Now, let me see if I can break that down, right? So it's a red crayon, but it feels blue. <laughs> it's like, you know, you hear boys and girls say, boys say, oh, I feel like a girl, some boys. And some girls say, oh, I feel like a, a, a boy. And so instead of telling them that, no, you are a boy or you are a girl, they say you're something else. You're a girl when you're really a boy, or you're a boy when you're really a girl. So the blue crayon feels red, but it's actually blue. But the school will uh, tell the crayon, the blue crayon, that it is red. Isn't that amazing? And the parents send their children off to school for this. And these so-called scientists, scientists changes the language in order to manipulate. Remember in the good old days when boys were boys and men were men? They were called evil, evil, and good, good. I remember when I was growing up, there was no such word as racism, right? It was like, Good or evil. Those people are evil or they're good. Those kids are evil because they have evil parents or they're good. No such thing as racism. And as a result, white people and black people knew that there were evil blacks and whites and there were evil good blacks and whites. And they said, treat your neighbor as yourself. Don't call it something else. It's evil. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spirits and principality. You are not your body. You're not your thoughts. You're not your body. And you're not your experiences. You're a spirit. So these stupid scientists, uh, they are changing the language in order to manipulate. This is from the blaze. Researchers suggested that scientists should stop using harmful terminology and adopt more inclusive language, replacing terms such as male and female with sperm-producing and egg-producing. So don't call it male or female anymore. Call it sperm-producing. And egg producing, covering up evil. Anyone who think good, I mean, anyone who think anger is good, you're covering up evil. Anger is evil. There's no love and anger at all. Why do you think kids react to parents who have no love, who are impatient with them, who yell at them, who... Uh, treat them with anger instead of love. Kids know that that's not love, and they, their innocent spirits overreact to it. And that's what changes the spirit to hate. The kids can't handle that. So they don't want you to call it man and woman. They want you to call it per- a sperm producing. Hey, producing. And yet, the parents have, due to the lack of love, send their children off to these camps every day for the purpose of being destroyed. And then they pretend like, oh, I just found out my children are being destroyed. I'm all hurt. They're lying. They knew. They just didn't care. They was in their, into themselves. Don't fall for the tears. They're not real. Emotions, emotions are not real. Emotions come from thought. Thoughts come from evil.
from the devil. All thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. I want to show you an example of an evil mother, of an evil mother support her daughter becoming a boy. All in the name of Jesus. Isn't that amazing? Watch, watch this from TikTok. Watch it. 12-year-old daughter recently came to me and said that she was transgender. She wanted to be a boy. And as a Christian mother, there was only one thing I could do. And that was help my son transition so that he could be the young man that God always intended him to be. Support your kids. It's what God wants you to do. Amazing, right? All in the name of Jesus. And so this woman thinks that she's greater than God. God made her girl a girl. But the girl said, influenced by emotions, feelings, says she feel like a boy, I guess. She want to be a boy. And the mama decided, well, God didn't know what he did, was doing when he made you a girl. What the? I'm going to make you a boy in the name of Jesus. And she's greater than God, so she created a son out of a daughter. As though God didn't know that, well, well, let me see what this is before I sit it down there. This, it, it looked like a girl to me. He created a girl, but this evil woman who was of her father, the devil, decided, you know what? God didn't know what he was doing. I'm going to create a boy. God made her a girl. What the? In the name of Jesus, I'm going to make it a boy. Now do you see why I lost my country? And I've told men over and over again, when you're not guided, when you're not over the woman in your right position over the woman, the women go out of control. Why do you think our country is going out of control? You're allowing the women to take over. You're putting all of them in the wrong place, in the right places for destruction. They're not going to make it better. They can't. It's not in the nature. This woman is literally playing God. God put a girl in her body through the man to the woman, and she's like, no, this is a boy. I'm going to create a boy. Destroying this girl because she's an evil woman and calling her Jesus. Calling it Christianity. Amazing. The battle is a spiritual battle. It has nothing to do with male or female or color or material things or what you have or don't have. It has nothing to do with those things. It's either you're on the side of anger, which is evil, or you're on the side of good, which is God. And good is not anything that you can feel. Good is freedom. It's perfect peace. It's not a feeling. Evil is a feeling, a feeling of feeling good and a feeling of feeling bad. That's evil. Wake up. Take control of your own life. Become your own man, your own woman. Don't hate. Forgive. They know not what they do. Their hearts are wicked and they are blind. Anyone who has anger has no love and their whole mission in life is to worship their devil, their father the devil, by trying to destroy themselves and others. They do not wish you well. Take your eyes off of them and put them on yourself. If you want to be free, it's up to you. I know a lot of people love their misery. They love their hell. They love living in it. And they ain't going to let you take that away from them. They would attack you if you dare to tell them that it's a spiritual issue and you must be born again. You mean you think that I can live a life with peace? Uh Uh-uh, don't tell me that. I love my hell. I love my misery. Don't you tell me I can be a peace on earth. What? Uh, And you're lying if you think you're a peace. 
because people who are miserable, miserable think you feel like they feel. They can't imagine that you can have peace. They think that you feel what they feel. Isn't that amazing? And don't try to prove it to them that you do or you don't. Never try to prove truth to anyone. Never try to prove God to anyone. That's evil to do that. God's not trying to prove God to anyone. Why are you? Let people be miserable. Just wish them well. Meaning don't be mad at them for, for them wanting to be miserable. God let them live right in hell on earth and let them die that way. He doesn't change one rule. He's not laying up there feeling sad about it. He's not even thinking about it. He'll just let you live. He'll let you live on skid row, be a bomb on the street. All right, I made the way. It's up to you to accept it. Not going to force you to love me. Um, let me go back. Let me try. I think that was Jason that was on a headphone, right? Oh, okay. Let me go back. Let me try Jason, a first-time call out of New Jersey again. Jason, let's try it again. Uh, hello. How are you doing there? Can oh, you hear me? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Okay. I got a couple of questions for you. Okay. Number one, I'm, I'm 78 years old. 78? Yes, I'm 78 years old. Okay. I'm a black man. I'm 78 years old. And there were some statements that you made that kind of like really, really kind of like ticked me off. One, one of the statements that you made was, and I'm not a man of anger, but one of the, 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 the statements that you made is, is that we as black folks should thank God for slavery because it made us Americans. Explain that. Okay. I want you to explain why we should thank God for the horrendous things that happened to our people and in this country to us, that we should thank God for. I want you to explain that. Um, well, you could have been stuck in Africa where in Africa, the blacks were treating the blacks even worse than uh, the slaves were treated in America. Over in Africa, other black people, the, the up, upper craft, black people were selling and using other black people as money to buy goats and cows and cattle and things like that. And they would sell the other blacks to get money to other parts of the country, I mean of the world. And they, there was a, uh, there were always a war going on between the tribes, and they were eating one another and carrying on. God made a way for you and me to end up in the greatest country on this side of heaven. And instead of complaining about that, we should be grateful and live up to that, to show our appreciation for that. So are you saying that white people, sh- we sh- white people, was justified doing the things that they did to us. Uh, and what did they do to you? I mean, they beat the, they beat the hell up. They separated us from our families. They took the babies out of the wounds and put us into other areas. They did they, that to they, your they, family? <laughs> they, of course, they did that to your family, too. They did it. They did they that, did to, that to your family, you know, uh, Jason? Did, why, why are we Jason, wearing their names? Jason, you know? they did that to your family? They did that to my family, and they did How that to How do you know family. they did it they to did your family? Because we are wearing their names. How do you we know they did that to your family? We, Jason, Jason. I just, I just explained Jason, it to you. Jason, because there were many black people who owned <laughs> slaves in this country as well. How do you know no, you're not didn't. wearing their names? No, they didn't. Yeah. No, they didn't. There were black no, people who owned slaves, Where Jason. Is your evidence? Well, first of all, when— the white Europeans came over to this country. They massacred and slaughtered all the Indians and took the land from the Indians. Where do you get that and from? They, what are you talking about? Where do you get that the from? The Indians were everything. already massacring well, and, 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 and destroying each other. They were eating each well, other, all kind of things. You, they were acting like savages. Spoken? Jason, let well, me do this. Hold on, hold on. Slow down so we can have a, try to have a conversation, okay? Yeah, I am having a conversation. Okay. Um, you said that... So I, I responded to the first question, but in your statement, in your opening statement, you said you don't have anger, but you get mad when I said that. If you don't no, have no, no, anger, how did you get upset about that? Well, I'm explaining to you, and I can explain to you this. I mean, if you say that blacks should thank God uh, for slavery because it brought them over here 
and gave him a good country. Well, the Jews went through the Holocaust. No, 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 you, you haven't answered my Germany. question yet. I'm, yeah. I'm explaining. How did I'm, you I'm get, answer. if you say that you don't, I'm not, I don't have anger, but you got I'm upset. I get angry. You got I'm upset about George and Jack. You got upset well, about you got upset about that statement. If you don't have well, anger, how did you answer that question so we can move I'm forward the, in the I conversation? That question. If I you don't have anger, no, how did you? I don't if you don't have I anger, I don't I think, I think, If you don't have anger, don't eat that. I don't have anger. You're not answering. You're speaking over me. I'm gonna try one more time, and I may have to let you go because you okay. won't, you you ain't got sense enough to let's have a conversation, right? I got sense enough to have a conversation. Okay, you a conversation? and you're seventy years old. What the? Um, you said seventy eight, right? Yeah, seventy eight years. Right. If you don't have anger, how were you able to get upset about that statement I made? Okay, can I can I talk now? Yes. Okay. I'm saying I didn't get angry at the statement. What you I'm said saying, you did. I think that the statement, you, you said you let me talk, but you're interrupting me. I said that I didn't get angry. What I said was the statement was very disrespectful, and I think it's No, you said you got, either you said anger or upset at the statement. No, I said, I no, I said, I think it was a very disrespectful statement that you made towards a generation of black people to state that they should accept something that, was horrifying and tremendous that traumatized their mind. Another thing, I'll give you a perfect example. Well, let me, let me, okay, I, let me respond to that. Let me respond to okay. that. I wanted to finish one more Let me respond to, to that for one minute, and I'll let you finish that statement, okay? Uh-huh. All right. So one man named Jesse Peterson said that black people need to stop, whatever I said, I forgot what I said about it, but made a statement about, what he felt about something, and that made you or made other black people feel disrespected. You don't see something wrong with that? Yes, I do see something wrong What's with that. What's wrong with we, black people being feeling a certain way because one other person said or believes something? What's wrong with them feeling disrespected by that? Because I, I can explain that because of the simple fact is it is a very disrespectful statement. And you, you, you saw yourself a pastor. Don't pastors are supposed to respect other religions and stuff? Okay. Now, Where did that rule come it, from? No. Well, okay. Okay. So my question how is, is it disrespectful to another religion? How is it disrespectful to another religion or anyone for one person to say what they feel? Because of the Where is the disrespect it's a in that? It's a disrespectful statement. I, I'll give you a perfect example. Okay. People have called you. People have called you that they made claims about you sleeping with other men and stuff like that. They they said that you was gay and you were sleeping with other men. That I yeah. saw a video that bothered you a little bit. That didn't so bother that me. That didn't bother uh, me one. Uh, I, uh, it, 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 Jason, I saw a video that it Jason, 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 Jason. That didn't bother me one iota. Those were your thoughts and your feelings. No, that was not that, my thoughts. That, I, that I bothered you, but it didn't bother me. And because of the evilness of your heart, you're trying to use that against me now, but you're hurting yourself. No, I'm not trying to You're do, not I'm hurting not me. Hold on, Jason. You're not hurting me at all with that. And, and that's why I tell people all the time, they got to overcome their anger so they can overcome the world because they have people like you out there that are evil and miserable and you're going to try to suck life from other people by trying to hurt them. And I understand it. But, I'm not evil. I, and, and you I should not, not be bothered because I said that black people, instead of complaining, they should be grateful that they was not or not stuck in Africa going through the hell that they're still going through in Africa, they should show appreciation for those who have died by adding to the country rather than taking away from it. I got to take a break. 888-7753. Back in a moment. I have books that are amazing. I highly recommend you get them. Seven Guaranteed Steps to Spiritual, Family, and Financial Success Guide. Even if you're not starting a business, but you have a job, or you're on welfare, it can help you if you do. 
Be doers of the word. All right. From rage to responsibility. From rage. That's why I write about in the first chapter, especially how I overcame scam. How the black leadership exploits black Americans. They are using them. And blacks are too willing to be used. And then my last book, The Antidote, Healing America from the Poison of Hate, Blame, and Victimhood. They are all amazing books, and they are helpful. Go to RebuildingTheMan.com if you want an autograph copy, or call 800-411-2663. Good morning, Memphis, Tennessee. How y'all doing down there? He's back. You can call in, Memphis. I'm on the radio down in Memphis. I used to be on that radio station a long time ago, a while back. So I'm back on there now. And Memphis, you can call 888-7753-773. 888-77-JESSE. J-E-S-S-E. Jesse, couple announcements. Number one, there is a Bond Archive service premiere at 4 p.m. Pacific time on Bond YouTube channel. A Bond Archive service premiere at 4 p.m. I guess that's today. Is it today or tomorrow? Let me go find it. I'll be right back. Okay, I got the information. So it's a Bond Archive service premiere at 4 p.m. on today, Pacific Time, on Bond YouTube channel. One missing ingredient in men and women. Interesting discussion. That's today on Bond YouTube channel at 4 p.m. Title, One Missing Ingredient in Men and Women. And at 9 a.m., 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., oh, I'm being told that it's always Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific time. Unless hate can't get it done, all right? The archive services on Bond YouTube channel. Always on Wednesdays at 4 p.m., unless hate can't get to it. Uh... And speaking of hate, from 9 to 11, the Hake report right after my show. And James Hake is on fire. Check out Joel from 11 to 12 every Tuesday, Pacific time. And then on Fridays at 4 p.m., Nick Stream. Nick Stream at 4 p.m. Amazing. A lot going on. Brand new episode of The Father State which will air on Friday, every Friday at 12 noon Pacific time. I had a very interesting discussion with Alexander Pagani. He is an author and apostolate Bible teacher and founder of Amazing Church Global. Watch this. 
next time on The Fallen State. Where did you become a pastor? While serving nine years in prison, I did have a supernatural encounter with Jesus Christ. He spoke to me in my right ear and said, follow me. So you no longer have anger? Whoa, yeah. I don't get angry. Then I'm, the, then I'm of the devil. There's no way around that one. I own it. I'm from the Bronx. When I was in the street, I would eat young guys like that, that had that need of a father figure. I was the guy doing black on black crime. Did Adam listen to the woman? If I say yes, what am I actually saying yes to? To the truth. I haven't walked off yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fallen fallenstate.tv new every Friday brand new premiere and don't forget you can support the fallen state by becoming a member on the YouTube channel It's amazing absolutely amazing um let me go to Tony, a first-time caller out of Oakland. Tony, let's try it again. You're on the air. How you doing? Hey, Tony. I want to ask you, why are you so angry for black America? I'm not angry at them. I'm trying to encourage them to drop their anger by forgiving their mothers and returning to their fathers so that they would no longer identify with the group or with being black, but they would become individuals again in the way that they were before the civil rights movement. Okay. I mean, but I'm, I'm the head of three women, and um, I don't work in anything like that. But I have them go at night and take care of my business. And then I, uh, in the morning, we eat breakfast and get along our day. Is that you say you so you have three wives? Yeah. You have three wives? Yes. Amazing. Is that working for you? Yes it is. Oh, okay. Are you an Israelite? I'm a Christian. You're a Christian with three wives. Amazing. Yeah. Well I wish you yeah. well with that, man. I'm not married on paper or nothing like that. Right. Are you a Mormon or something? No. You say you're a Christian. I'm a Christian. Oh, so you're just living with three wives, right? I mean, yeah. you're living with three women, but you're not married to them? Uh-uh. And is that working? You can get married to women in America. Yeah. Uh, and is that working for you? Yes, working. Good, man. I wish you well with that, Tony. I, that- think, any, I think any man or a woman is a better man. Amazing. Well, I wish you well with that, all right? Thank you. All right. 888-7753-773. That's one line open. Um, Super Chat. Super, super. Super Chat. Super Chat. Yes, sir. Let's go to Odyssey. You Odyssey. O-D-Y. S-E-E, Odyssey. Yes. And it's from Ledge Klinger. Respond to the biblical question. Are you a whole or divided person? Are you a whole or divided person? I am whole. There is no divided person. One is either wholly good or wholly evil. There is no in-between. Repeat that. I am whole. There is no divided person. One is either wholly good or wholly evil. There is no in-between. Okay. Thank you for responding to that. The biblical question, question, I'll put my little two cents in on Sunday. Thank you. And on Streamlabs from Myth. Howdy, Jesse. I grew up Catholic, but never did the ash ash on my forehead until I was 20 years old. I didn't understand it then. I still don't understand it now, and I'm 37. (laughs) I felt just so silly with that ash on my forehead. I bet. It looks silly, too. Um, Where did this ash idea come from? Do anybody know how that started? I'm looking it up right now, and I found out that Ash Wednesday, excuse me, is a holy day of prayer and fasting in many Western Christian denominations, not just Catholics. 
Well, it also includes uh, Lutherans, Moravians, whatever that is, Anglicans, Methodists, like Hillary Clinton, Nazarenes, as well as some churches in the Reformed tradition, whatever that is. And it's the first day of Lent. And uh, so there. And who is Lent? Lent is not a who, it's a what. It's the six weeks of penitence before Easter. Six weeks before Easter. Uh, six times seven is 42. I thought it was like 40 days before the Passover or something like that, but I don't know. And who started that mess? The Christians. Not all Christians, right? Just those oh. Christians. No. I didn't grow up hearing anything about no Lent. I know, but the Christians and started no, it before no you. ashes on your head. You branched out after Ash Wednesday. Well, I've never done ashes. When did it start? Let's see. I don't know. I, I'll have to look it up because otherwise we'll take forever. Okay. Yeah. Well, Mason, thank you. Full report incoming. <laughs> <laughs> um, funny how traditions and all this mess and, and it just keeps on coming. I know it, and it's so unnecessary now that it's not about tradition. It's about the spirit, and yet the people hold on to tradition and only get in a feel-good feeling for a moment. And when the traditional day is gone, they have to take the ashes off, they're right back in their misery. That's something. It is. I guess. True. (laughs) (laughs) And on Streamlabs— It doesn't take away misery at all. It gives you a false day of happiness— like any drug would for the ego. But when you take those ashes out, the moment you wash your head, you're right back in your hell. Anyway. And on Streamlabs, from Starcyon, Hassan Yeezy, why you got to go get a little poodle? Why didn't you get a German shepherd? <laughs> your little dog can't protect nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, you, did you buy it for protection or to feel good? Well, I didn't buy it at all. Someone was uh, kind enough to give it to me. Oh, you were looking for a dog and someone gave you one? The exact dog I wanted for years. Oh. Isn't that crazy? It's like when I first got my little red wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a wagon so bad growing up. And I finally got one growing when I was a kid, too, but someone sent me one. In a couple of years, last year, a little red wagon. <laughs> I wanted a red wagon. I got it. I remember that. <laughs> it's like in my a, office now. Yeah, we took a picture of it. Yeah. That's funny. Amazing. No way. Yeah. Nice. It's like when you got your dog. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? Yeah, okay. It was kind of mind-blowing. All right. Um and on Streamlabs from Mike Young. Hey, Jesse, you know it is so interesting that idiots like the caller Jason seem to be so confident in being so negative with their anger towards white people and slavery. But when it comes to black-on-black crime, all you get is nothing but excuses. Well, that's what anger does. Anger, because it is wicked, it's of darkness, you literally cannot see. You're enslaved to to. Your imagination, you're imprisoned of your thoughts, and wrong seem right, and you hate right, and so they're just really. That's why God said, "Forgive them; they know not what they do." Or Christ said it to the Father. You, re- they really cannot see what they're doing, uh, and so thank you, though I appreciate it. Yes, and thank you. Looks like that's all for now. I have more on this Ash Wednesday thing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Ash Wednesday is exactly 46 days before Easter Sunday. And so who started it? The the first Christians. Maybe it was Peter. Maybe Martin Luther. Who? No, I'm kidding about Peter starting it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you just made that up by Peter? Yeah, and I don't I don't think it was Martin Luther because Martin Luther is a Protestant, although Lutherans do support it. But Catholics do it too. So why would Catholics copy Luther? And who was Martin Luther? Luther Martin Luther protested. He was the, one of the first Protestants. He protested against the Catholics and turned into a normal Christian. What a mess. I think. But wasn't he originally Catholic? Yeah, I think. Martin Luther used to be a Catholic. Uh, or something became like a, Germany. Something like that. He yeah. was in Germany, right? We don't know history. <laughs> I know. But it's Martin Ashwin's, Luther used to be a Catholic and then he became a Christian. 
Yeah. Oh. That's what I heard. It's debatable, maybe. Ash Wednesday marks the start of a 40-day period in which there is an allusion to the separation of Jesus in the desert to fast and pray. So I guess you fast for 40 days and then you have palms. After Palm Sunday, I think you can start eating whatever you, start, whatever you gave up or drinking soda or whatever you gave up for Lent. You're supposed to give up something for Lent. And what good does all that do uh, for the people? Except make them feel good. What good does it do? It's supposed to uh, make you pay attention more to God, <laughs> like through the fasting type of stuff. <laughs> you guys are laughing. <laughs> In the Republic of Ireland, Ash Wednesday is a national no-smoking day. Did you know that Mary is hanging out at a car wash in Florida? I mean, not a car wash, but a car dealer in Florida? No, actually, I think it is a car wash. Oh, I thought you said it was a car dealer. No, I actually just looked it up during the break. Uh, It's funny you just said that because it is. I think it is a car wash. Mary must heard that song about car wash, (laughs) working at the car wash. (laughs) Mary working at the car wash. (laughs) And now the people go there and worship the car wash. Incredible. Amazing. What, James? I'm just looking for when they first did the Ash Wednesday. They don't really have the year marked down. As to when it first started? Yeah. Oh. That's all. Anyway. Sean, my new producer, is saying that it was to practice in Rome for uh, grievous sinners to begin their period of public penitence. Penance. They, penance. They were sprinkled with ashes. Ashes. And what's that word? Obliged. Obliged to remain apart until they were reconciled, reconciled with the Christian community. What the? That doesn't even make sense. That's according to Britannica. Some That's according to Britannica. 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 Tannica. Who is that? It's an encyclopedia, I believe. Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, okay. Amazing. What a mess. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I do appreciate it. Okay, let me go to Richard out of North Carolina. Richard, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Jesse, how are you? All is well, Richard. How are you doing? Doing well. Good. Hey, can I can I shout out Joe for his new show? Joel, he black. Yeah, he black. He black. He black. <laughs> yep. He black every Tuesday hey. from 11 to 12 hey, Pacific time. He black. Hey, oops, sorry. hey um, so I wanted to answer the biblical question. Are you a whole or divided person? I think I'm a whole person. And why do you think that? Uh, because I, I believe in that a, you know anger is not is not an emotion. It's, we shouldn't have any emotions and thoughts should, should you know shouldn't affect our lives. And when you're when you have thoughts, you're fractured because you can't be a whole person. Okay, interesting. I will yeah different. I will put my little two cents in. I would love to respond to that because you said a lot. But I'll have to wait and put my little two cents in on Sunday. But I thank you, Richard, for responding to the biblical question. Oh, Had you just, thought just, about that huh? before before it became a biblical question? Had you thought, no. am I a no. whole or divided person? No, I, I, I after I forgave my mother, I became whole. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yeah. Hey, just real quick, Jesse, just a quick question. Why are, why are blacks so mad? Because they hate their mothers and they're yearning for their fathers. Isn't that sad? Yeah, it is. And some of them are hearing the, the, the truth about forgiveness, what it really means and how to do it. And some of them, the men and the, the black men and women, black women are going and forgiving their mothers. I hear it all the time in counselings and things like that. And they're starting to wake up from it. I see it in the women's forum that we hold and the men's forum. So... It's just that nobody had ever said, go and forgive your mother. They have always blamed the father. 
And so a lot of the blacks just didn't know. They just did not know. Gotcha. Well, I don't want to keep you anymore. I love you, brother, okay? You too, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Amazing. Let me go to a first-time call out of Michigan, Danny out of Michigan. Danny, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Jesse. Good day to you. Good morning. Thank you for calling. Thank you for having me on. Yes, sir. Uh, you want me to ask uh, my question now? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, my, my question for you, Jesse, was uh, the silent prayer is uh, very helpful, and uh, I've succeeded with it to use uh, to, to empty my thoughts before God to be an open vessel uh, under Him, but I still find that my body wants to remain active during the prayer. I'm always wanting to adjust my body or even like wanting to do like push-ups or pull-up, like, like wanting to be physical in that moment. And I was just wondering if that, if you see that as a, a hindrance or if, if you would perceive it to be a hindrance if it happened to you or if it is even something to worry about or whatnot. Were you, before you started the silent prayer, were you already working out? We already. Um, I tend to work out early in the morning. Yeah, but get no. my workout in then. So yeah. No, just continue what you've been doing, and and don't give it any thought. Don't let thought tell you, oh, you're doing this because of that. You're doing this is evil. You're doing this because of your ego, whatever. Right? All thoughts are all lies all the time. So practice letting thoughts just pass through through you, and don't believe anything that they have to say about anything, and just continue. Doing what you're doing, and you'll be fine. Okay. All right. Can I answer the Bible question? My 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 uh, answer for the be, Bible. question? Yeah. Before we do, did you go and forgive your mother and your father? Oh yes, it's it's so so necessary to do it for all of our even uh even people who have have played the role of parents in our lives, spiritual parents right. or people who are who are playing the role of parents, teachers in the world, anyone who's had influence over us in that way have to forgive them. And when you went to your mother, how did she deal with it? Um, she doesn't deal with it well. Um, she she has her own, you know, cross to bear in this life, and I can't speak for her, but uh, I forgive her. You nice. know, I, I, I told her I forgive you, but I don't trust you, you know, because she always want to act out and <laughs> do things. Be, be all type of different stuff. And how about with your uh, father? How did he respond? Uh, well, he's been uh, he's been a very you know faithful Christian my whole life. He's he's really uh, he's he's an easy one to return to. I still have right, right I, it's even almost harder to forgive him because he seems like God loved him so much. You so, know what I mean? Yeah, like, let's do this because of time. To, Are you a whole or a divided person? Um, so I'm a whole person because uh, I stand on Second Corinthians ten five through seven and I cast down all imaginations. Every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having in a readiness, a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Amazing. Thank you, Danny. I put my little two cents in on Sunday. One more hour to go. Hake is coming in with hate news. I'll be back in a moment. We have a counseling service, and I have to admit, thanks to God, it is the best counseling service on this side of heaven. I counsel with men and women, families, individuals around the world. Most people are unhappy. They're miserable. They have rough lives. They're depressed, suicidal, young and old of all races. I understand. I know why, and I do understand it. Because exactly what's happening in me is happening with everybody outside of me, inside of them. And I've noticed that with those who really, really, really want to understand, they overcome it just like that. Out of one counseling session. If you need counseling, you can go to rebuildingtheman.com or call 800-411-2663. 800-411-BOND. Best counseling service on this side of heaven. As you heard at the first hour, Trump's been dealing with endless, ridiculous political persecution lawsuits. And Jennifer McClellan, the first black female congressman against Virginia. Morph! 
and uh, drug cartels, an update, and tequila availability affected by climate change. This is the end of Hour 2 of the Jason Lee Peterson Show. It is Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023 A.D. Stay tuned for Hour 3, Manhood Hour with Jesse Lee Peterson. Coming right up, right back to your calls. But first, Hake News, not fake news. After the Jesse Lee Peterson Show, do catch the Hake Report, if you be so inclined. Persecution of Trump, Commie Nonsense Network, CNN reports, $16 million. That's how much Donald J. Trump's Our Greatest President's Leadership PAC, Political Action Committee, spent on legal services in 2022. $16 million. The number represents a massive set of bills from lawyers, also known as liars oftentimes, but maybe in Trump's case, some of them are not, as the greatest president faces multiple so-called criminal inquiries and lawsuits and other challenges. What a mess. Another black female politician. Oh, Lord. Call me nonsense. Network CNN shares a quote. It is a tremendous honor, but it is also a tremendous responsibility. That's how they pronounce it, right? Instead of tremendous. Uh, Virginia State Senator Jennifer McClellan. Just kidding. I don't know how she pronounced it. After voting projections on Tuesday, yesterday, showed she will become Virginia's first black congresswoman. As a female congressman. CNN projects McClellan, a Democrat, demon rat, of course, will defeat Republican Republican Leon Benjamin, a pastor and Navy veteran, in the special election for the state's fourth congressional district. Oh, okay, so it's a state senator, state con- I don't know, what a mess. Drug cartels, Commie Nonsense Network, CNN, shares, a, shares this. Gennaro, or Genaro, Garcia Luna, Mexico's former security minister, was found guilty in federal court Tuesday of taking bribes. Who, who isn't down there? I don't know. From the drug cartels, which he had sworn to combat, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. The former Secretary of Public Security in Mexico served, so-called, as his country's equivalent of the FBI director from 2006 to 2012. Garcia Luna, who is the highest-ranking current or former Mexican official ever tried in the United States, faces a mandatory minimum sentence of 20 years in prison and a maximum of life behind bars. He will be sentenced in June. Jesus Ramirez Cuevas, a spokesman for the uh, Mexican president Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, AMLO, praised the verdict on Twitter. The crimes against our people will never be forgotten, he said. I bet they will. Margarita Buzzkill, speaking of Mexicans, how the climate crisis is threatening tequila. A study shows the climate crisis may disrupt the distribution and cultivation of agave. I don't know if that's in Mexico. I made that up. That's the main ingredient in tequila. What a mess. I don't know if that's the true, but anyway. Avalanche, call me nonsense network, CNN says, uh, three climbers were killed in an avalanche while scaling an 8,000-foot peak in Washington State over the weekend. That's what officials announced. A six-person group was attempting to climb a steep gorge on Colchuk Peak in the Cascade Mountains on Sunday when the avalanche happened. Chelan, Chelan County Sheriff's Office said that. The three victims ranged in age from 53 to 66 years old and died after being swept down about 500 feet, according to officials. Their names have yet to be released. More than two dozen personnel have been involved in the rescue effort and local officials are urging people to be aware of the dangerous avalanche conditions before attempting to this particular climb. What a mess, huh? And a lesbian rapper, Da Brat, is pregnant at 48. Coming on Sense Network, CNN shares the report. The artist revealed Tuesday that she's expecting her first child. And you can learn more about her growing so-called family, not a family. She's quote-unquote married to a fellow female Jessica Jessica Judy Harris Dupart, who has three children already. I'm James Hake now into JLP Hour Three. Well, thank you guys for enjoying along with Hake and Hassan and Nick and Jesse, the Jesse Lee Peterson show. What an excellent manhood.